thousands of unionized Starbucks baristas walked out in protest today across the country and here in Seattle. It's the latest move from workers to put pressure on the company to come to the bargaining table. And they picked today for a reason. KUOW's Monica Nicholsberg was at the Starbucks Roastery on Capitol Hill this morning, and she's here with me now. Monica, hi. Hi, Kim. So for folks who aren't that familiar with the promotional seasons at Starbucks, what is so big about today? So today is Red Cup Day, which means Starbucks gives away free reusable cups to anyone who orders a holiday drink, like a peppermint mocha. It's one of Starbucks' biggest sales days, and it's also not the easiest day to work for Starbucks. That's what Elise Mayo told me today at the protest. Basically, anyone you talk to who's worked at Red Cup Day will say it's probably one of the worst days of the year. So they chose today for the strike because of the potential for a big impact on a big sales day, and also because it's a tough day to work. So describe the scene for me. What it was like down there? So I went down to the Capitol Hill Roastery, which is one of Starbucks' big flagship facilities. Mm -hmm. They've got a lot of special equipment and special drinks that they make there. It's kind of a tourist destination. Sure. There were about 20 to 30 workers picketing outside, and they got started before it opened. You could kind of see through the glass there were some managers huddling, some Mm. people that the workers didn't recognize, maybe brought in. Mm Mm-hmm. And there was some debate over whether or not they would actually open. They did end up opening with a manager stationed outside and a security guard who was sort of helping customers get past the picket line. Mm, Interesting. Well, that wasn't happening just here in western Washington. This is a national protest by baristas who have voted to unionize. So what specifically are they accusing the company of right now? So today is a promotional day, and they're really focused on understaffing on those promotional days. The workers say that they just don't have enough people to deal with the extra customers. So their remedy that they want is mobile ordering to be turned off during these events. Mm. But big picture, they still want the same things as in previous strikes. They want a contract. They want more control over their schedules. And they want benefits that have been rolled out at non-unionized stores. So the biggest flashpoint there is credit card tipping. Starbucks launched credit card tipping at non-unionized stores, even Uh. though the union had been saying that's what they really want. And another worker at the roastery, Bruce Halstead, told me that that was a union busting tactic. Another thing that we are fighting really strong for, um, for our store especially, is that we um, don't have credit card tips. Uh, Credit card tips would easily bring in um, at least like two to three hundred dollars a week per partner. Mm, And that would add up. So what is Starbucks saying about these accusations? So in the past, Starbucks has said that it didn't think it could give unionized stores these benefits without going through the negotiation process. The National Labor Relations Board said that's not true. They did not endorse that claim. But that's what Starbucks has said before. Um, But more broadly, Starbucks says that it's actually the union that's holding up contract negotiations by refusing to bargain without a remote option. They want to be able to have some members join by Zoom. And that's been a total non-starter for Starbucks. So Starbucks, I'll just say, does not appear to be suffering. I mean, you mentioned people crossing the picket line this morning. The company just wrapped up a year of record sales, meaning more people are buying drinks there than ever. This even as the National Labor Relations Board has issued over 100 complaints against the company. I think this is kind of a familiar playbook. It actually, when I was thinking about this, reminded me a little bit of Amazon, another homegrown big company here in Seattle. Mm -hmm. You know, they've both gotten a lot of attention in the past few years for labor issues, a lot of negative attention. But they're both banking that if they make stuff that customers really want, that it's ultimately not going to matter. They think customers are going to vote with their dollars here. And so far, it kind of seems like they're right. 
Well, Monica, this is happening at the same time that unions appear to be having a moment of renewed power. That We're seeing new contracts with healthcare workers, with auto workers, but things continue to drag on at Starbucks uh, between management and these baristas. From what you can tell, is the union making any headway at all in their fight? Well, I guess it kind of depends on what you think of as headway. The unions notched a lot of victories in terms of labor law violations. The National Labor Relations Board has sided with them hundreds of times. But labor law in this country is pretty toothless. It's been two years that they've been in this fight, and it doesn't really seem like they're much closer to a contract. Well, this is a one-day walkout. What happens next? So it kind of seemed like in my conversations today that Starbucks Workers United is focused more on unionizing additional stores than trying to get through this impasse with the employer. You know, there are thousands of Starbucks stores across the country and just a few hundred that are unionized. They've made progress there, but it's still a small percentage. So I think maybe the calculus now is get more and more stores on board and maybe that that will lead to more leverage in the negotiation process. Monica Nicholsberg is KUW's labor and economy reporter. Thank you so much for bringing us from the picket line. Thank you for having me.